and for a complete refor shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Basgalia, Idis Bas Marian Brindel, Michal Sora Bas Hadasa, Michal Esther Bas Ruhia, David Bendehia, Shendel Bas Leia, Yeshua, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Shlemenisa Ben Mazel, Avron David Ben Chana, and the Chasa Bas Chana Soragitl Bas Chanoriva, Miriam Esther Bas Soragitl, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Rochelea Bas Malkeida, Avram Moshe ben Hanafega, Chaim David ben Hanafega, Eitan Yoel ben Edna, Tuvietzvi ben Chayaliza, Ella Bas Lea, Gitgenendo Bas Sipoira, Lebelea Bas Sipoira, Storalea Bas Chavaliba, Avivilano Bas Yusmendel, Sorocho Bas Yusmendel, Vesoich Sharchel Yisrael. We're in the middle of a discussion on the topic of the holiday of Pesach based on Torah Ayin Aleph in the second half of Likud Imran. Based on what we're learning here, we'll understand why Chometz is so severely forbidden on Pesach. The truth is, when this divine sweetness is flowing in order to enable children to be born, which is one of the things that increases the covet of Hashem to the highest degree every time a new child is born, Rabbi Nassau explains the Anlikut Imran that when this Noyam Hoelyan is flowing well, the Chayvlam are aware of that, and they come running to get their Tikkun. Bebechinas, as the Pesach says, Chavolim nafluli baneimim, that the Chavolim fall in when the Neimim are flowing, when the Noyam is flowing. As Rabbi Nassau explains this very, very clearly over there, in Torah Ayin Aleph, Ayin Shom Hetev, study it well. Avul Iker Hashpoas Noyam Hoelyoin, Ukishayesh Kli Lekabel Hashpoasoy. However, Rabbeinazal explains there that this Noyam Hoelyoin can only really flow and do what it needs to do when there's a vessel into which to be able to receive it. Vahakli Nasa Aliyadeit Stokla. And Rabbeinazal explains over there that this vessel is created through the mitzvah of tzedakah, shehi nedivu slave. Tzedakah is an expression of the generosity of our heart, generosity, goodwill. And Rabbi Nezal shows there that it's the mitzvah of tzedakah that generates the keli, the vessel, into which to receive that fire of love, that fire of chesed, that noyam ho'elion, this divine sweetness that's flowing from Hashem, that Hashem wants us to benefit from it, but again, we could only benefit from it if you have a keli into which to receive it. 
And this is the process that leads to a birth. It requires this this divine sweetness, which, which is, generates an ahava between a husband and wife, and that, and, and that results in, in this hoilodo. Of chutzlaretz come and want to join this whole process, they can get their tikkun in the process. Bebechinas, as the pasuk says again, chavolim nafluli baneimim. The chavolim fall into the neimim and they get their tikkun. Himavur sham again, as is explained there, ayin sham heitev. The Maimrana look study carefully, chapter seventy one in the second half of the Kudiran. However, when we were in Mitzrayim, we couldn't prepare that vessel properly to, to be able to receive that flow of Noyim Ho'elyoim. This Noyim Ho'elyoim is very, very high level light from Hashem which Hashem sent down to us when we were leaving Mitzrayim, way above what we were normally capable of handling at that time. As is explained again in the Priyat Chaim and the writings of the Arizal, when he explains the holiday of Pesach, because we couldn't perform the mitzvah of tzedakah on a simple level, because all of us were extremely poor in Mitzrayim. We were slaves, we were servants. Gan, in addition, the real fulfillment of the mitzvah of tzedakah is only when there's Torah. Because the real fulfillment, the, 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 the highest form of tzedakah is when a person, when a Jew gives money to another Jew and thereby allows that person to live, enables that person to have all of their needs taken care of. And this poor person who's receiving this charity is serving Hashem. He's learning Torah. He's fulfilling the mitzvahs of the Torah. And thereby Hashem's kavod is being increased. Because remember we said, the will of Hashem, that's respect for Hashem. By knowing what Hashem wants us to do and by fulfilling what Hashem wants us to do, that's how we show respect for Hashem. So it's those Jews who are studying Torah, thereby they are learning the will of Hashem. They're getting to know what Hashem wants and what Hashem wants more and what Hashem wants less and what's allowed and what's not allowed and what's preferred and what's not preferred. This requires a lot of learning Torah and fulfilling the Torah. That's what really increases the covet of Hashem. Nimza, so a person who's giving money to support this, by a person sustaining a Jew, providing for a Jewish soul, 
through this, the person is increasing the covet of Hashem. The And this is why the Gemara says in Baba Basra, in, in an area that Dafyud Yeralef, where the Gemara has a major discussion about Stoka, call Hamakayim Nefesh Mi Yisrael, Ki'ilu Kiam Oilam Mole, that a person who supports an individual Jew, it's as if they're supporting an entire world. Because as we learned earlier, the entire existence of the world is all about Hashem's kavoyim. The whole creation is for Hashem's Yisrael. And Hashem's kavoyim is dependent on supporting and sustaining a Jew. Each Jew that, that observes Torah and mitzvahs that's being supported, that's generating this kavod, which is the whole basis for creation. And that's what's sustaining the world. Vazai, kishanoi sin umekayim nefesh mi then when a person gets stucco and they support a, Jew, a, a Jewish soul, thereby increasing the cover of Hashem, by a person giving money to a poor person in order to increase the cover of Hashem. I'm giving him money so that he could learn Torah. I'm giving him money so that he could perform mitzvahs, which is the real increasing of the cover of Hashem. They say through that, the Isarusa de Lesato, Isar Leila. Through our arousal from below, we cause an arousal of this, this causes a flow. By us opening a faucet down here, we open a faucet up in heaven of a flow of this Noyam Huelyon by the of giving more money to a person, this generates that. Now note, the Arizal says that every morning, one of the best places, one of the best things to give tzedakah is when you're saying, because every mitzvah is being mamlech Hashem. The mitzvah of tzedakah is way, way up there in this being mamlech Hashem. Number one, with money, <coughs> which is king, people idolize money. On the American money, it says, in God we trust. Here it is, this is the G-O-D, right here, the dollar. And, and we're taking the money and we're using it, we're giving it away. We're giving it, we're showing, <coughs> we're giving it away to those who represent Hashem best, who are the Aniyim, the Aniyim Hagunim, the Talmid Chachamim. This is one of the most powerful things in being mamlech Hashem, in giving, in increasing the covet of Hashem, the malchus of Hashem. The whole zeh hurak kishayesh Yisrael v'yesh Torah, and all of this applies when there is a Jewish nation of the mitzvah tzdaka. Kaliyday hatzdaka shenoisnem leYisrael nizgadel kvoda yisborach. Because through tzedakah being given to Jews, that increases the cover of Hashem. Shazeh iker mailas hatzedakah. 
That's the real benefit and the real best accomplishment of tzedakah. The alkane iker shleimus for the real best fulfillment of the really needs it, number one. And number two, the person is a person who is hogun, a really, really religious person. So that by supporting this person, this is going to bring kavoit Hashem. This person is a machine that produces mitzvahs and meisim toivim. Now note, Rabbi Nezah writes in a chapter in the Kutaman that even the taxes that we pay to non-Jewish governments is also considered tzedakah. The Gemara says in Baba Basra there, there's a pasuk v'noig sayich those who oppress you with charity. The non-Jewish governments, when we have to pay taxes to them, that's also considered a form of tzedakah. But here, Sevef, you have to be careful when you're learning this. Oh, so, so if I give tzedakah to a, if I give money to a guy, it doesn't count at all? Not true. Rav Nelson, I was talking about Iker the real value, the most. Whereas before Klal Yisrael received the Torah, at that point in time, since there weren't people yet who are in a position to increase the cover of Hashem. Because that which increases Hashem's most is the Torah and the cover of Hashem. Not true. They were aware of the Torah. The Gemara says that Abraham Ravin was mekaimed of the entire Torah. But it wasn't public knowledge yet. It, there wasn't a cloud Israel yet. Whereas before we received the major, major way, Avram Avinu was being the car of people. He was making Geirin. As after Matan Torah, so certainly the mitzvah of tzedakah at that point in time wasn't really showing, even though, again, there's a pasuk in the Torah, v'hem in Bashem, Avram Avinu believed in Hashem, and Hashem considered it tzedakah. So that it says, Mephorish in the Torah, Rav Nosan Zal who are you going to give tzedakah to? Me'achar shadayin lo'i kiblu kedushas Yisrael v'atoyrah. Since the world, the Klau Yisrael, had not yet received its holiness and the Torah. The ikar ha-tzedakah hu'litein le'nefesh mi-Yisrael she'megadel k'voida Yisborach mitzvah ha-Torah. Because the real increasing the k'voida of Hashem by studying and fulfilling the mitzvahs of the Torah. Another word for Torah, as it says in Tehillim, we're continuing. Because Tzedakah is a special form of increasing the Kavod of Hashem. Which is what the entire Torah is really all about. 
the Torah was given to us in order for us to be able to show respect to Hashem, to know what the will of Hashem is, and to fulfill that. This is why the Pasuk says in Chumash Noim, It'll be considered tzedakah for us when we will be careful to fulfill the Torah. Because the entire Torah is tzedakah. Mensa, we conclude therefore, that the real best fulfillment of the mitzvah of tzedakah is for people who study Torah seriously and perform mitzvahs. Whereas before the Torah was given officially to Klal Yisrael, it wasn't really possible to fulfill the mitzvah of tzedakah completely. And therefore, when we were going leaving Mitzrayim, and we didn't have the Torah and Mitzvahs officially, we weren't in a position to be able to prepare a real keli needed to be able to receive that flow of Noyam Hoelyon. And this gives us an idea as to how powerful the miracle and the great light of Pesach is. Whereby HaKadosh Baruch Hu skipped over all the standard levels and all the standard rules. And Hashem shined down upon us an incredible, awesome, high-level light way above what we would normally be able to handle. Kamuva, as is brought in the Sifre Kabbalah. Meaning that Hashem turned on the faucet and he shined down upon us that light of the Noyam Hoelyon, even though we had not prepared the Kali needed to receive it, Bishlemus. The Hifli Hashem is Mohem, and Hashem did an incredible thing for us. The Nasan Lohem Mitzvah is Pesach, and he gave us this Mitzvah of Korban Pesach, Kedei Sheyisasku Boy, so that Klal Yisrael should be involved in it. So that we should be able to have some merit some, to, to be worthy of going at a Mitzrayim. So that we should be able to have some kind of a keli in which to be able to receive that Noyam Elyon. As it says in the Medrash, Umuva Bapirish Rashi and Rashi Kodish quotes the Medrash. So the Rashi Kodish says, Hoyo Rabbi Shimon Bemanasya Imer, Rabbi Shimon Bemanasya used to say Olayek. Hashem says, I passed over you in Voerech Mizboiseses Bidomayek and I saw you swimming in blood. <clears throat> Meaning we were a big mess. <laughs> that, that, that therefore Hashem saw us messed up in a big mess. 
Therefore, he gave us these two mitzvahs, which have blood, the dam of the Korban Pesach and the blood of a bris milah, Kedei Sheyaskoben, so that Klal Yisrael should be involved in some mitzvahs. Hainu, what this is telling us is, the performance of these two mitzvahs was definitely not enough to qualify us to deserve to be taken out of Mitzrayim. Meaning that we, by, by doing this, it didn't generate a real, real, p- proper, complete keli needed to be able to receive that flow of Noyim Helion. Sha'al Yodoi Iker Hagaula, which is what would bring about a real redemption. However, Hashem did an incredible kindness for us. And he shined down upon us at that time, this incredible high-level light, this divine sweetness, as it's called. Even though our vessel really wasn't fully proper to be able to receive such an incredible high-level light. Because the Torah tells us Hashem skipped over. He broke the rules. And Hashem did better, much, much better. He went above what, what we really deserved and what we really prepared for. Any questions, please? It's interesting, two mitzvahs that Hashem gave us are both, both down and a sort of din that came. Is there a reason specifically why these two were uh, anything that came, you know, din related? Good question. Good question. I'm not really sure. <clears throat> it, it's possible. I, I'm not really sure. Not really sure. We'll see if I've nothing I will mention it. We'll touch on it. The question was raised. <clears throat> That why is it that these two mitzvahs specifically are, are, are blood? And blood is redness, blood is din. Could be that this is a way, there's a, a famous quote, Ein hadin mintak that when you want to sweeten it in, you have to go to the root of din and, and use that to sweeten it. Could be that's, that's the connection. How Tess. And with this, we understand now the importance of the Korban Pesach being brought at that time, which is a form of tzedakah, which is an expression of a generosity of coming from our heart. That's what a Korban is. Shehu neder unedava. The Torah calls a Korban a nedova, a donation. Bechinas nidva slave. And Rabbeinazal said there that through generosity, by giving through this, we generate that vessel into which to be able to receive that fire of love, from that divine sweetness. And as Rabbein Zal explains there, when this Noyam Huelin is flowing, 
the Khoizlan come running. They want to get into the party. They want to get their tikkun. They know that that's an opportunity for them to get their tikkun. V'yalkein ha-korban mechaper. And this explains why a korban has the ability to ha- get a person forgiven for their sins. Kimi shechoto u-pogam pegam because a person who committed a sin and thereby showed disrespect to Hashem, they were poigim in the covet of Hashem, that's what all the sins really are. That's damaging, the, that's decreasing from the covet of Hashem. When a person does that, the person falls into the state of Moichen of Chutzloretz, Shehein Bechinas Choivlin, which are referred to as destructive forces, Bechinas Machloikis, arguments, conflict, Shemishom Nimsha Hayet Sahara, that's where the Sahara comes from, Shemimenu Boim Kolachaton, who is the cause of all sins, Ki Iker Yenikas Hayet Sahara Vasetrachro, Humi Bechinas Machloikis. Because as Rabbi Nezal points out in chapter 62 in Likutinam, the greatest source of energy for the Sahara and the Sitra Achra is Machloikis. We see that we're in Golis now for over 2,000 years that the Sahara is empowered. <laughs> How did we empower the Sahara Through the Sinas Chinam that caused the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. When we were worshipping idols, and adultery and murder, <clears throat> that generated a Chorban of 70 years. That generated a Golis of 70 years. When there's Machlekes, it's 2,000 years and still going strong, Rahman al-Islam. And therefore, a person who committed a sin and thereby damaged the covet of Hashem, the Nafal Lamoichen Shel Chutzlaretz, and the person fell down into the state of Moichen of Chutzlaretz, Bechina Tzchoyilin, who may be Korban. What's the, what's the, the solution? The person brings a Korban, Shehu Bechina Snedibu Slave, which the Torah calls an expression of generosity. Remember, when a person brought a Korban, part of it was offered as a donation to Hashem on the Mizbeach, part of it was given to the Kayhanen, it was charity. In some karbonas, the entire karbon was given to Hashem. In some karbonas, it was only eaten by the koyhanim. And in some karbonas, the koyhanim got their portion, and the person who brought the karbon also was able to partake. And this generates that vessel to be able to receive that flame of love from the noyam Hoelion. This explains what the Gemara tells us, that when a korban was brought properly on the Mizbeach, a heavenly fire came down to consume the korban. This is exactly what Rabbi Nezal refers to over there in the Kutimran, when he refers to this Shalhuvin of love, this fire of love that comes that comes with this Noyam Hoelian, this divine sweetness, Al Yidei Hanadivu slave, through the generosity 
which generates that the keli to receive. And now, when that noyam is, is flowing as a result of the fact that we prepared a keli, which was generated by that medieval slave, then these moisten of chutzlaret, which are called chayvlin, they come running because they want to get into the act. They want to get their tikkun. The bechinas chavolim nafluli baninim, as the pasuk says. Is there bechinas? And this explains what the Gemara says. Numa afal pi sheyesh eish shel gavoya mitzvah lahavi eish shel hedyot. Even though a fire comes down from heaven, there was a mitzvah for the koyhanim to provide fire. Eish shel hedyot eish shel hedyot. But the Gemara uses this term, a fire coming from a regular guy. The word hedyoit is a little bit of an insulting term. When we want to say there's a, 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 an important person and there's a person who's not so important, the important person is choshuv, the not so important is called a hedyot. So here, Rav Nosenzov says the term Eish Shohedyot is referring to the fire that's coming from the Choyvlin. Nisarvin im Eish Gavoya, and that fire mixes with the heavenly fire, Shehubachinas Shalhuvin Dochrimusen Yinoyim Aelyon, which is that fire of, of Ava that that's coming with that Noyam Aelyon, Kigam HaMoichem Shol Chutzlo, it's Bechinas Choyvlin, because these moichen of chutzlorets are also getting a tikkun when that noyam ho'elyon is flowing. When there's a keli as a result of an expression of generosity. Because these, I'm sorry, and this is how the sin is forgiven, the sin for which the person is bringing the korban. Because by repairing the chayvlin, that's the damage that was caused by the sin. It generated these moichen of chutzloretz, which are getting repaired through this Generosity, which prepared the keli in which to receive this noyam ha'elyon. Ki ikar pegam hachet hu shenafal amoychen shol chutzlaret. Because the main damage that was caused by, by the sin is that the person fell into these moychen of chutzlaret. V'yachshav nestaknen ha'moychen shol chutzlaret. And now through this process, the moychen of chutzlaret are being repaired. V'bchinas as it says, the chavolim are falling through the ne'imim. Let's just finish the paragraph completely and then we'll address the questions, please. However, the real perfection 
of bringing a korban obviously was not being accomplished when they were in Mitzrayim, when they were outside of Eretz Yisrael. Ki ikr shleimus ha-korban hu-rak b'Eretz Yisrael Because the real perfection of korban is only when we're in Eretz Yisrael and it's being brought in the Beis HaMikdosh. Sheshom shoyfeya noyam ho-elyoyim. The Beis HaMikdosh was the place on earth where this noyam ho-elyoyim flowed most. Ki ikr hashpoas noyam ho-elyoyim hu-rak b'Eretz Yisrael. Because the main place of the flow of this noyam ho-elyoyim is only in Eretz Yisrael. Ubefrat the Beis HaMikdosh, especially in the Beis HaMikdosh, which is the choicest, highest level of holiness in Eretz Yisrael, there the korban is really complete. In addition, in order for a korban to really be effective the way it was supposed to be, you had to have the Koyhanim doing their piece, the Levim doing their piece, the singing and the music, and the Israelim doing their piece, reciting the Mahmodos. Mm-hmm. Then the Korban is a home run. Then it's complete. And then that Korban can generate the Keli into which to receive that flow of Noyim Helyoim. The Oz HaChoyvlim Nisnachnin Gamkein. And then the Choyvlim will also be repaired completely. Alideishen Noyslim Baneimen. By falling into the Neimen. Aber B'Mitzrayim. Shehi Zua Mas Chutzlaretz. Whereas Mitzrayim. Which is the filth of Chutzlaretz. Ve'en Mikdosh. Ve'en Koyen. Ve'lai Kleishir. There was no Beis HaMikdosh. There was no Koyen. There was no musical instruments. <coughs> so the korban really wasn't as effect, as powerful as when it's brought properly in the day Samikdash. However, Hashem did a tremendous kindness for us. And Hashem instructed us to offer the Korban Pesach in Egypt. And then, when we were involved in the Korban Pesach, the prayer says Hashem revealed Himself to us. As the Pesach says, specifically, where it speaks about the Jews bringing the Korban Pesach, it says, the Ovati Be'eretz Mitzrayim. I passed through the land of Mitzrayim. The Targumai, the Targum is the Isgelesi. I was revealed. It was an incredible revelation. When we were involved in the Korban Pesach, Hashem revealed to us this incredible light. Shehu Bechinas Shefa Noyam Ho'elyon which is a flow of this Noyam Oyoyim, Shehu Hizgalus Oyoyis which is a revelation of Hashem's light. So Rav Nosem is giving us a clear definition of what Noyam Oyoyim is. Because Hashem did incredible, showed us incredible kindness at that time. 
He went above and beyond the norms, above and beyond what, what we deserved and what was required and what was good. And he, he skipped over all the normal levels, all the normal requirements. And Hashem shined down upon us an incredible, awesome light. Even though we were not deserving. What does it mean we weren't deserving? It means we hadn't prepared the proper keli. Because, of course, our korban being brought in, in Egypt before getting the Torah couldn't possibly generate a, a, a proper kele. Especially if we're not talking about receiving standard light from Hashem. We're talking about nuclear light. And that's why this korban is called Pesach, our same Shepasach Hashem, to emphasize to us what this is really all about, that Hashem passed over. What did He pass over? He passed over all the rules and regulations and all the standards. He threw the standards in the garbage. And He, he the Kibel, the Kibel HaKorban, and Hashem accepted that sacrifice as if it were a proper keli needed to be able to receive this light of this noyam Hoelium. Questions? Good morning, Rav Nossam. Sure. To clarify, um, it seems that all, all mitzvahs are not equal, even though a mitzvah independent to itself is an eternal act in the Ratzon of Hashem, but there's a, a they waited, it seems. So we had Dam Korban, we had Dam, Dam Pesach, Dam Mila, but that was, even though they were the Ratzon of Hashem, they were, it seems, in, imperfect or, or not big enough, powerful enough, whatever the word is, in order to make the kalium to receive this super power norm elion. So what was the definition? So what was? So, so what was the deficiency? Meaning I know it wasn't in Eric Sistra and it wasn't in the perfect way, but th this is what they had at the time and this is their perfect, but it was, this is the best they could do. Correct. Correct. So when, when somebody does the best that they can do in certain cases, you know, to, to clean up a house, and the house is 98% dirty, and the person did what they could do. I didn't have a proper broom. I didn't have, the, I didn't, they, they, there were no lights in the house. But the electricity was off. I couldn't see where it's dirty or not. Is the house clean? Is the house, it's not, you know. But Hashem took that little, little bit and said, I'm going to consider it as if you clean the house completely. And I'm going to give you the flow. I'm going to give you the, I'm going to pay you the full salary. <clears throat> Again, people are hired to clean a house for Pesach. And there's no electricity, 
No, no, you know, and again, they were, they were told everything you need is there. Don't bring anything, everything you need. No broom, no electricity, no this, no that and everything. <clears throat> and they do what they can. And they were supposed to get a thousand dollars. And the guy comes, and he, he, he repairs, he turns on the lights and everything. And he sees the house is 98% dirty. So one guy is going to say, I'm, I'm sorry. I know it's, I know it wasn't your fault. I know that. But there's no way I can pay you because now I got to find other people to clean up the house. <clears throat> and another person says, here's the thousand dollars. I know it's not your fault. <clears throat> you couldn't, you know, here's the full thousand dollars and a bonus <clears throat> for the insult added to injury. I'm going to give you fifteen hundred because I know you I know how bad you feel. Because, again, when a person's getting money as reward for what they did, there's a good feeling. When a person feels that they're a charity case, they're getting paid, and there's some people who won't accept money. Yeah, I, I can't take the money. I didn't do anything. I, I hope that that's that clear. And, and what yes. you said about a difference between mitzvahs, you better believe it. This is one of the things that, that Rabbeinu Zalt, that all the holy son teacher, everybody thinks, well, what's the big deal? You take a kid to Shulchan Aruch, you read what it says, and you do the mitzvah. Well, What's the, what's the big deal? And they don't know that, there's, that, that when it comes to das and when it comes to performing of mitzvahs, it's compared to the ocean. The ocean over here is one inch deep, and over there it's seven miles down. That's how different two Jews are. Both have a beard and both have a long beard. And one could be one inch deep and the other one is seven miles deep. And one is doing mitzvahs that are a billion dollars a mitzvah, and the other one's doing mitzvahs that are three cents a mitzvah. There could be that vast a difference. Not there could be, there is that vast a difference. And there's that vast a difference in the stucker that we give. He's giving to a yeshiva and he's giving to a yeshiva. This is Torah and this is Torah. Is there such a difference? You better believe there's a difference. Here they learn it, here they fulfill it. How big a difference is there between learning Torah and fulfilling? Take a look. Take a look in the toilet. Or a person learning with gaiva, all the different criteria that go into shaping the quality, you know, the quality and quantity of what's being generated by a mitzvah. Thank you, Rabbi Nassim. Sure. That also, that's what Rabbi Nassim is really writing, but that's what it's called based off the attention to that, that, that Hashem jumped over when he passed over these Exactly. It's not hinting. It's spelling it out clearly. I want you to know where you are now, because Rav Nosson maybe here and other places is going to try to show us the difference between what Pesach. Why do we have fears? If Pesach is so big, it's so huge, and we're spending so much money on this Pesach, we're turning the world over for Pesach. How come? In, on the second day of Pesach, we're changing the channel. We're doing Sphere Assignment. Give me a break. I just spent the whole month cleaning the house. I spent $30,000 shopping for Pesach and, and Kimcha de Pesach and everything. And, and a minute later, you, you want another mitzvah. Oh, come on. The answer is because we have to know that the, the Sifrei Kabbalah, the Arizal, show us that that Seder night is huge. It's huge but it was 98% freebie because uh, I'll give you the list of things that, that, that how filthy we were at the time, you know, when we brought that carbon. So don't think that you, 
finish the job. It's a, it's, it's a beginning. It's a beginning. And kol ha-schol is kosher. It's all beginning. So that's why it's difficult. But you should know that it was 98% gift. And now, therefore, starting on the second day of Pesach, Hashem is giving us an opportunity to stop being charity cases, to start earning it. And that's the 49 days of Yomer when we get to Shavuos. And that's why he's going to show it. That's why on Pesach, you can't touch chametz. You can't look. You have to turn over the world to avoid chametz because chametz is chayvlin. And if you try to fix the chayvlin then, those chayvlin will eat you up alive. You got to wait till Shavuos after you prepared, after you worked and prepared a real keli. Now you're ready. Now bring on the chametz. Now bring on the chametz. We're going to turn it into mat. We're going to turn it into kedusha, solid kedusha. And that's really the really is second day because you start counting the little hammers and mass of the hammers and puts it back down to the Friday again. Exactly. The oimer was soir and barley, which is Michael Bahim. It's called animal food. To show us, guess what, guys? You had your kittle and you're sitting mamish like a king at, at the Seder, way, way up there. Let me remind you. Let me remind you. You a cow. You, you are eating barley. You're, you're, not in the, you're not on the wheat program. It's going to take you 50 days now to get to, to, to become a human being, to qualify for wheat, a korban from wheat, from chitim. We're going to, you know, Rav Nassau has a hundred variations of this throughout Likud Elochus, you know, giving us the big picture, the little picture. And again, if you learn this, now I really understand, I, I'm getting a whole different league of understanding of what it's really all about. Questions in the chat. What's the equivalent of this Noyam Ha'elyoin for those of us who don't have a clue for such an Oyo <clears throat> the, the answer is, as the way Rav Nosenzal defined, Noyam Ha'elyoin is any time that Hashem sends a flow of light, a flow of a high-level light to a Jew. person gets up in the morning, Hashem, the, the sun comes out. That's a form of this Noyam Ha'elyoin. It's called Boiker da Avroham, the Chesed. Every time a new day begins, it's a form of a flow of this, this Chesed coming down. Another question In what way do we benefit from this Shefa, which we're not Masig? <clears throat> the, the answer is in, in every way possible. When a person is receiving this Noyam Hoelion, we said this results in a birth. Birth can be an actual child, which is the best, the highest form of this birth. Birth could be any type of productivity, any type of good, positive productivity that the person is giving birth to. We mentioned that the best time to give tzedakah in, in the morning is in davening, in, in psuke de zimra, in vayivorech david, the chapter of vayivorech david, where it says there, Lachashem Hagedula, Vagvura, Vatserza, and it says there, the Ato Moishel Bakoil, and you, Hashem, rule over everything, Ubiyotcha Koyahugvura, and you are the all powerful one. The Arizal says the last letters of the Ato Moishel Bakoil are Hey Lamed Lamed, <coughs> which is Bigimatria Aleph 65, which is Aleph Dalet Nun Yud which is Hashem's name for Malchus. 
that's one of the main places where we're being Mamla Hashem, we're really spelling it out clearly, that we're being Mamla Hashem in our tefillah. Exactly. Exactly. Any other questions? Okay, we'll hold it over here for now, Mitzvahim. I hope we're going to continue tomorrow. We should be zocher to absorb this clear understanding of what's going on with, with what, where we were at in Mitzrayim, where we're at today, and be zocher to do what we can. The whole world, all the clients are now screaming, tzedakah, tzedakah. Hashem should give us this, the, the, the money, the money, the food, everything that's needed to give tzedakah, and we should be zocher to choose properly who are the aniyim hagunim. There's all kinds of different levels. And, and, and Hashem should, should know that even if we're not worthy, and even if we're not, we can't prepare the proper keli. Hashem should once again be paiseach and, and give us his, his noyam elyon in a healthy way and give us a gula shlema, not a partial, not, not a temporary gula, a complete gula. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rev Nassim.